Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Football Betting Podcast Special World Cup Preview Edition. I'm your host, Andy Vaughan, and with me, as always, is Gordo. How you doing, Gordo? I'm excellent. I am truly excellent. Excited for the World Cup, I guess. I am. I have a big, big sporting event coming up. Obviously, we're not there. Uh, but luckily, we have two guys who actually do have teams at this World Cup with us. We do indeed. Uh, regular listeners will know these guys. They're co-hosts. They're on the show all the time. Um, welcome, Mr. Dave Greenfield. How are we, Dave? Yeah, not bad, guys. Thank you. How are you? I see you in your England top there. Yeah, yeah. Got to uh, show a bit of support, you know. Absolutely. And in his USA top, Mr. Joey Slenzak. How are you doing, Joey? Yeah, I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thank you both for joining. Um, we've got a, we've got a lot to run through, and I think Gordo, you've got a a special way that you that this show is going to run. Yeah, so we obviously generally with big events, it's me and Andy doing it. Um, not not for any good reason, just sometimes that the big events are on in golf, and not many people care about it. And you know, the Euros was on, we weren't there, so we didn't want to have anyone you know telling us how shite we were. But uh, I say we weren't there. You know, we got pumped out in the group stages. I'd like to believe that we weren't. Let's say so, we were there. It's our first major tournament in ages, and you've yeah, already forgotten we, about we were, it. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, yeah. So we, how we're going to how we're going to find this little draw with England? We did. Do you know how excited <laughs> I was with that, Dave? Um, so the the way we're going to run this is we'll go through, and each of us will give our most likely winner, our underdog, who we think will be a flop, and then the potential golden boot winner in there. So they're the main bets you would generally have for when there's a World Cup on, then we will go round and fill out a predictor um, and see who the consensus would be if the four of us decided that we were pooling our knowledge together to to get a, a winner in there. Pretty sure we're all going to fall out with the quarterfinals and hang up on each other. So <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to doing this. Um, myself and Andy have got quite a good record on the big events. Um, we, we, we we took the Italians last time and, and, and uh, backed the Dodgers for the World Series and it's 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 been good, and I would like to think that our collective knowledge will be able to 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 pull another winner here. I have to say though, Gordo, ahead of Euro twenty twenty in the weeks running up to, it, I was backing Italy with all the bare cash I had. Like in in terms of, I had a good winner, at like you know the re- regular football betting at the weekend. I just won Italy. That that was that was how much I was invested in the Italians winning this World Cup. I am in no, I am in no way as certain. Like I don't have as clear a favourite of yeah. mine to win it as I did last I tournament. I think there's so many variables at this World Cup as well. Just things like the heat and and you know how are the South American teams going to perform? Like, are we going to see? I, I would argue that that the European teams will probably suffer, uh, where whereas some other teams won't. Um, but yeah, so I think that's why I, I don't have a. I, you know, I know who I think 
going to win it. Yeah, I've got. Um, I've obviously got but, my picks, but I'm but, in no way as confident on yeah. my selection. I was basically all in on Italy. I did. I don't think I had. I had Denmark as well, just because I. You no, know, you. Oh, you also said Hungary. I remember you backing Hungary because your dog's a Hungarian Vizsla. But I my mean, dog's I don't, a Hungarian I don't, Yeah, I don't, Vizsla, so, so I stuck a fiver on them. Yeah, yeah, you know that, that's fun. That's fun to do. Uh, but yeah, it was very much Italy was the the main focus of my attention for that tournament, and I think you know, and and yours as well. Yeah, I certainly don't don't feel it for for this tournament. I don't have as strong a preference when it comes comes to winners. So, with that caveat in mind, um, shall we just dig right in? Yeah, most let's, likely winner. Let's who's let's talk about who's going to win this. Let's win this thing. So I'll start in traditional Tampa Bay format, which is to let Andy go first, and then we all argue about it for the rest of the day. So Andy. Kick us off. Who's the winner? Who's winning this thing? Well, listeners to the the regular Trample Bet podcast will know at the weekend, I'm pumping for Argentina at odds of 11 to 2, which I think 5.5 to 1 is fair enough on a team that's unbeaten now in 35 matches during which they won the Copa America. Like They're in great form. They're full of confidence. I see them absolutely cruising through their group and getting quite an easy ride in the opening sort of three, probably four fixtures. Um, who are they most likely to play in the in the next round? Probably Denmark, I think, according to according to how I see the, the groups going out. And I think they'll be too strong for them. And, and they'll be on the top half of the bracket. So they will run into Brazil eventually. But if you're going to win the tournament, you've got to beat the best. And I think they're, well, they're certainly more than capable of beating Brazil. And they're also higher priced than Brazil. So, eleven to two for Argentina is is where I'm putting my money. That's my, that's my number one selection. And you're and you're quite confident about. Um, I was going to say them handling the heat. They're about one of the only teams that you're like, ah, they'll be all right when it comes yeah. to when it comes should be fine when it comes to dealing with that. Well, um, obviously, I'll have other teams that we'll talk about in here. And I mean, Andy had started to 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 cover there, uh, who I think is is overall gonna. Going to win this tournament. Um, I'm plumping for the favourites in the who do you think is probably going to win it in Brazil. Uh, they have a terrifying front three <laughs> when it comes to that. They're all in banging form just now. Um, they're playing a World Cup that has similar temperatures to where they're going to play, much like Argentina are in there. Um, you know, they're a team who, when you, in a historical form, they perform at the World Cup. Argentina, uh, you know, they they've got a bit of history with with going out and Messi not quite seventy eight hey seventy eight and eighty six my man yeah <sighs> give me an after that um and I just think that Brazil probably have a bit of the squad depth there in there I mean if they can leave out high quality players like Roberto Firmino and uh, you know if they can leave out uh, then I will uh, uh, you know I, I I think they'll just do really well at this. They are the favourite in here. They're not, again, as Andy said, I don't have an incredibly strong feeling about this. I'm happier, you know, looking at underdogs and looking at betting against other teams that I don't think will perform as well. But for me, it'd be hard to look past Brazil as well. Their group is another thing that I think there's some teams that have an incredibly easy ride in here. You know that that, that we're talking about. What, I'll go on to talking about Belgium at some point but I don't think their group's up to much uh, look at Brazil you've got Serbia Switzerland and Cameroon there I seem to remember us beating Serbia like I don't think that looks like nine, that looks to me to me that looks like nine points yeah but then again you look at you know Argentina it's Poland Mexico and Saudi Arabia they've got yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's, that that you know they they can easily get nine points there as well. I, I think there's a good case for both of them going through. I think Switzerland will put up more of a fight. They're always quite good at the World Cups um, that, than than people think. But yeah, they're the rest of the opposition in there. So for me, I've got Brazil winning it. But again, I don't have that warm, fuzzy Italian feeling that I had a couple of years ago. So, Dave, what have you got? Uh, I'll give you my pick in a minute, but I will give you uh, a bit about Brazil. Uh, do you know um, Phil Vicaro? He's like a South American football expert, yes. basically. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's uh, he's predicted like their lineup, and he's gone with the, the forward line of Brazil of uh, Rafinha one side, Vinny Junior the, the other side, Jesus as the night as the uh, nine and Neymar playing just behind us at 10 is how he thinks Brazil will start. And I mean, if that's how they start, that's <laughs> some forward line they're going to have. Terrifying. Uh, hell. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, they've still got like Richarlison and Anthony and people like that that, you know, probably won't start. But They've just got the um, squad depth. They've got that huge squad depth. And the other thing I, I didn't even mention about them is like, they're one of the countries that has a really high quality keeper and a couple of them in there. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and so there's, but anyway, so sorry, Dave, who have you got then? Yeah, no, no, carry on. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, they haven't won 20 years. So five World Cups were the last one. They've been favourites every time since and they haven't won it. So, yeah, that's one thing to look at. They're favourites again. Yeah, but my actual pick is uh, Sam Zander. You know, I'm going to go Argentina. Like you said, uh, they haven't lost for three years now in uh, competitive games. And in those three years, they've had 21 clean sheets. Uh, they've had 11 games where they've only conceded one goal. So to beat them, you've got to score two or three. And they're not going to concede two or three to a lot of teams. Uh, you know, the the won the finalists tomorrow against Italy as well as uh Copa de America. And again, they haven't got a bad forward line of uh Di Maria, Martinez and Messi as a front three with uh Dybala on his wide back. Uh the only injury miss they've got that might throw him a little bit off balance is uh Lacelso, who you know it wasn't great at, at Spurs, but um, it, it's crucial to them. So he might throw him off a little bit, but and look at their World Cup record as well. They've played 82 World Cup games. They've won 53, drawn 15, and lost 23. So they've got you know, a decent percentage uh, win there. And it looks like they keep a lot of clean sheets. And uh, if you fancy, I'm going to get a quick one in here. If you fancy to look at the Golden Glove, uh, Emmy Martinez is 7 to 1 to keep the most clean sheets at the World Cup. See, that's like the anti-Joey bet right there. Look at your betting <laughs> against goals. You're taking away from him. Interestingly, Gordon, see that, and Dave, see see that record that Argentina have, especially when it comes to an unbeaten run in the lead up. That was one of the reasons why I fancied Italy so much before the Euros. I think they were up in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Games of unbeaten. A load of which they conceded zero or one goals. And it just seems very. It seems a very similar build up to this tournament. It worked well for Italy two years ago. I've th- I seen it working well for Argentina this time. Good, good to hear you're on my side, David. Yeah, it's always, yeah. it's he's, always nice. He's Team Argentina here. I mean, one of the other things I will lend lend you for this is, and and I'll get to talking about Argentina later on. But um, the FIFA 
20, like FIFA, the, the game, uh, they run a predictor every year and they've correctly predicted 2010, 2014 and 2018 using their software uh, and they've got Argentina winning it. So yeah. um, they've, they've done it three times. But they, they, they've described their like our real-time motion, whatever technology for doing this and it's like our, our back. It's like, you've just used the fucking rankings, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ran it once and went, Argentina winner, four out of four boys, next. <laughs> um, so Joey, I think the big consensus here is that whoever wins it is going to come out of that top half of the bracket. Uh, going to be either Brazil or Argentina. And honestly, those are the two that I kind of had trouble picking apart. I think they're rightly the top two betting favorites, but I think I'm going to side with Gordo on this one. And I, it's going to be absolutely cagey. And I think that might end up being the game of the tournament. Um, Brazil versus Argentina presumably in the semifinals of that top half. But I mean, you look at Brazil, Andy, you're going to talk about Argentina's win uh, undefeated streak. Brazil's not doing terrible either. They've only lost two of their last 30 matches overall, admittedly both to Argentina. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was about about to ask you. (laughs) And And so, no. And so I get that. And so, if you're looking at how that game is going to play out, I I would imagine it would probably be one, one after regulation and then duke it out in extra time or maybe penalties. But to me, the real key here is just those difference makers. I think you put Messi and Neymar at similar levels. Personally, I'm going to put Messi a little higher. I think this is going to be his world cup um, this year, but similar for Neymar. But then like Dave was talking about, you, you look at that front three, that front four. I mean, Oh my God. And then, so we'll even go further back and you look at the midfield, I think having Casemiro and either some combination of Fubinho, Fred, or um, Lucas Paqueta in the midfield gives me a little bit more confidence to, I can understand the clean sheets being crucial and defending will always going to be one of the biggest kind of concerns for with a team like Brazil, um, just because they're so known for their attackers, but you get into a shootout and I personally, I'd like Brazil a lot more than Argentina. If this gets into a true shootout like that, where these guys are just swapping, swapping goals. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, the other thing I'll lend to you here, Joey, when I'm glad to see you're on team Brazil, obviously. So listen to the last four games that Argentina played in their, their warm up. right? These were the four, the four teams that they thought would prepare them for playing the world cup. The UAE, Jamaica, Honduras, Estonia, right? You'll Good think that was their that was their that was their four. I mean, they did quite well against all those teams, right? Anyway, Brazil played Tunisia, Ghana, Japan, and South Korea. I would say that's a better set of teams to to warm it's up. It's not. With. It's not massively. Nah, I don't think that makes any difference. You're at rating all. Estonia near Honduras. No, near... I just, no, I just don't I, don't. I don't think it makes that much difference. Both teams don't play against high quality European opposition is the other thing that's that that can spook some people in this in that they play each other at the you know the qualifications, the like the uh, Copa Sudamericana um and various different bits. But yeah. I think now, the reason I don't think it makes that much difference, Gordon, is because in all those matches, both Argentina and Brazil would be considered heavy favourites. It's not like you're saying Brazil went and played France, Germany. Like, do you know what I mean? You, you the just, heavy, just, the heavyweights of Tunisia and Ghana. Just, are you saying they're, they're not? You've you've listed eight teams there. They would all be expected to beat. 
yeah, I think the quality of Brazil's opposition in the last four has been higher, though. I think if you compare those two lists, that's more what I was getting at. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's much between the two of them. There's not. I personally think Brazil will come out on top. Same as Joey, you guys think Argentina. So I thought you can you can argue either way. Like yeah, we're we're, we're splitting yeah. hairs. Um, no, I think uh, one one last thing. If I'll uh, if I can add it. In their last seven matches for both teams, Argentina and Brazil, Argentina have scored three or more goals in. Oh, there he goes! Brilliant, one love of it. So six of seven, <laughs> six of seven, but Brazil have scored four or more goals in five of those seven. So both teams have obviously have the firepower, but when you get into the nitty gritty, I think that's where you'll find that that last little bit of, I guess, magic. We'll call it because at the end of the day, that's what it takes to get through those tough ties there's a little bit of magic and you got to set yourself up right yeah i i think that's a, a good summary of our uh, of the the top echelons of this tournament so got half the group going with the first favorite and half the group going with the second so we are we are we are very consistent so andy will you talk to us a little bit about who you think might be the the underdog someone worth a Worth a speculative punt, not quite in the in the top two. Who are you thinking? Not quite in the top two or not quite in the top ever many. <laughs> I mean, you know, because an, an underdog, like, what are we talking? Are we talking huge odds or are we talking just not single digits? I'm going to say you, what, you do I've you. Two, I've got one at huge odds and one at like <laughs> well, middle odds. So is your, is your, huge, is your huge odds serving? No. I think, I think looking at their qualifying campaign when they finished above Portugal, you're probably going to get a lot of people perhaps thinking they might have a decent run. Um, Denmark are priced at 33s. They reached the semi-finals of, of Euro 2020, had a very good campaign there. Um, I think the Netherlands at 14-1, to 1, they have a really easy group on paper. That Group A yeah. with Qatar and Ecuador and Senegal, is is that's nine points for Holland before they've really even started trying um, and they'll they'll finish in top spot in that group and that'll set up a last 16 tie with the runner-up in England's group now if you if you think England are going to finish top which I do that's what Wales or Iran or the USA which you'd probably yeah. figure the, ne- the Netherlands go through that with relative again now you're into now you're into facing your Argentinas Argentina, and your Brazil yeah. on. I don't I don't see them that, getting past I don't see them getting yeah. past that but I don't think this is a World Cup where underdogs are actually going to do particularly well. I'd be I'd be amazed yeah. if so if if someone if someone won yes this World no. Cup at, at, at prices of fourteen to one bar. Okay, I yeah. mean no, I think the. I think the key here is just going to be which side of the bracket you end up on. If if you're in that top half with Argentina and Brazil, forget about it. Anybody who's going to have a chance as an underdog is going to come from that bottom half of the bracket. Personally, myself. No, um, I, 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 that's allowed, Joey. Yeah, tell you what, you talk, you yeah, talk about your uh, underdogs. You're on. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll jump. Yeah, I'll jump the order here. Um, but no, I, I think the key groups here are going to be the group with Germany and Spain. Um, let's see, that's group, I think C, D, no, group E. And then, uh, Japan and Costa Rica make that up and Japan haven't been great of late. No, no, no. 
and then uh, Group H with Portugal and Uruguay. And so I think the key here is going to be who ends up on which, basically that bottom half of the bracket. Right now, as I'm looking at my bracket for the interactive World Cup that we're doing, um, I've got Portugal top of the group, so that puts them in that bottom half of the bracket against Switzerland, and then ultimately playing Belgium um, in that quarterfinal round. But if Uruguay can kind of shock some worlds and uh, get a result here and there, and I think if they can they can string a result against Portugal and get find themselves on that bottom half of the bracket, I think they could definitely give Belgium a, chan- a challenge. And then it just comes down to whether or not they can beat presumably France or England in that semifinal. So I think out of all of those teams, Portugal and the other group I was talking about, the Spain-France one, it's a similar, similar, I guess, thought process where whoever ends up playing Belgium realistically has not the best chance, but not the worst chance either. Uh, myself, personally, I like Spain. Not, I don't, I don't think that they'll necessarily have enough to get past Germany in the group. So I think they'll probably end up in that second place spot and play Belgium. So then it ends up being, does Spain have a chance to kick out Belgium and then have a possibly easier route to the that semifinal, the ultimate penultimate semifinal match? Or um, do we get a little bit of dark horse in Group H, which based on how Portugal played their UEFA Nations League campaign and how they've kind of been going recently, they obviously have all the star players and they've got all the talent that you need, but it's just whether or not they can put it all together. And I think if they get Uruguay on the wrong day, because I think that should be the last match, second to last match of, so it'll be the second match of the group that those two go head to head. I think it could come down to goal difference and whether or not one team keeps a clean sheet against Ghana or against uh, South Korea kind of thing. But I think Uruguay at 45 to one, something like that. I think you could definitely I like steal it. a little bit of value on that. I like, Hey, like Dave was talking about with uh, the U S if they start making a deep cup run, you could even just cash out of it and yeah, go, hopefully go get some, some value on it. But yeah, no, I think it, it's, and it, that's the weird part about this world cup. It's all scenario based. So it's, Whoever ends up, if if they're second place or first place, if they end up getting that lucky break to go either way, I think Uruguay could be a decent shout if they end up in that second, that bottom half of the bracket with Belgium and France and England. Yeah, I mean, Joey, I like the, I like it, and we've all got different ones, which is great. Unless Dave also had Uruguay and thingy, but Dave, do you want to talk about yours then before I before I talk about mine before truly going end to end here and uh, and how we how we order this? Uh, yeah, so to be fair, my middle pick is Uruguay. Nice. Um, is it? Yeah. <laughs> they're 35 to 1 on Paddy. So if you shop around, obviously, Josie, they're about 40s, you get a better price. But they've been South America's best performing team in the last two World Cups. Um, you know, Suarez is still firing it. He's got 18 qualifying. He's, he's gone back to play in Uruguay. He's got 18 14. Uh, for National in Uruguay this season. So have got look, Cavani, Nunes, uh, Valverde and Bentecourt, the midfield too. 
We've got the Caracas brothers at the back, both by centre half. It's in that band as opposed to the Caracas brothers. They got to the quarterfinal uh, last World Cup as well. Um, and I, I think they'll beat Portugal in the group. I think they'll top their group. You can actually get Uruguay at 15 to 8 to win their group. I um, think that's a much better bet than a tournament winner bet. I just think with the quality yeah. in this Ooh. tournament. But, but yeah. I, with the quality in this tournament, I can't. Can you actually see Uruguay winning it? I know we were asking for an underdog pick, but I, I mean, can't, no. can't see it happening. I but can, I can see 15 to 8 topping the group. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I think Portugal will be all over the shop. So. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a uh, so my massive one, and I must say, this isn't. I don't think they're going to win the World Cup, but I think you could get some money out of them at some point. So Iran, five hundred to one to win it, which they're not going to win it. Like Andy just said, they're three to one to qualify uh, from England's group. Now you look at Iran. Carlos Cuarros is the, is the best coach in that in that group. Uh, it, he is by far. He's got Iran set up pretty defensively, but they're hard to beat. You know, they'll probably, you know, I don't, I don't see him not like struggling in the heat, like obviously most uh, England, Wales probably will. Uh, you know, last World Cup, they were a last minute miss away from making it out of their group, which had Spain and Portugal in it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that, like, I think. For, they've been priced as like the worst team in England, uh, Wales, and America's group, and they're not by far. I can see them beating Wales. I could, pro- you know, look. I, I love USA, but I think they're more focused towards the next World Cup when they're hosting. They're a young side that are trying to find their way at the minute. They're, they're struggling a bit up top. Um, so I, I think Iran can nick second in that group and make it. And then, yeah, they'll probably get Holland next round. But imagine they nick a win against Holland. That 500 to 1 turns into, you know, 150s, 100s. Take your money and run. Yeah. Because I, just, think, uh, they're I think they're good I, enough to get out of that group. I've just been on odds checker there, Dave. Uh, you can get Uruguay at 50 to 1 in William Hill just oh, now. No. And you can get Iran at 700 to 1 at Unibet. There you go. Have a shop around. So definitely shop around. When we're talking these big numbers, you know, especially if you plan a cash out or hedging it later, um, it's worth getting as big a price you can at the beginning and locking that in. Nice one. I'm here to talk to you about Saudi. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) uh, So uh, for outsiders for here, the the boys have kind of covered it for a, a bit of an underdog there. I really like Belgium. Um, they're a team full of absolute superstars that never seems to quite click at this uh, at the at the World Cup. You know, uh, you, you read through their team and you just think that's a that's a team full of absolute super. You start from the back, you, Thibaut Courtois, who who was incredible against uh, in the Champions League final, single handedly East Real Madrid through that. Um, you know, the defense is is so. Solid at the back, you know, with Vertonghen, Alderweireld, Thomas Munier, Castagna. Like, there's, there's, there's players in there that are of the kind of quality we're looking for. Their group itself 
is 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 pretty. It isn't much. I'm not saying it's not much of a challenge, but there, there's. I could see them easily topping it. It's Croatia, Canada, Morocco. The tough game in there is Croatia, you know, and that's an aging side in Croatia. Um, I, I just see Belgium's route through it. They fall into Joey's trap here of being in that bottom half for me as well. So they don't face any of the real tough South American teams in my eye until later on. Um, so their route could look something along the lines of playing Portugal first, who I think they'll beat. I don't think Portugal will perform well at this World Cup. They've then got France. Um, who you know if you if you're going to win the World Cup, you're going to have to beat France and one of Argentina and uh, Argentina and Brazil in there. I think it's sixteens. They they're a, they're a decent shout for a feasible. You're not looking to cash it out. You're looking to 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 kind of put some money. They're around the same price as the Netherlands in there. I think Netherlands you can get at fourteens. So I like Belgium here. Um, and I've already they're 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 the one. T- I put more on Belgium already than I have on any winner like that. Is in the top, you know. I've backed Brazil obviously because of uh, this, but I've got I've got money on Belgium here, so I can see Andy recoiling and not disgust, but uh, no. Can we go on to your next category? Yeah, what's your next talk- category? Categories uh, flops. I'm assuming you're going to be talking about Belgium, mate. <laughs> Belgium, yeah, Belgium. <laughs> it's the one, the one, the one team I have is the flop for this tournament is Belgium. You mentioned Croatia are an aging team. Belgium are an aging team as well. That if they qualify from their group in either first or second, they play against Spain or Germany. They, they play against that group, so they're they're going to be playing Spain or Germany in the first round of knockouts, and they're just going to go out. I don't think so. I think I, I don't think that Spanish like, that the, Spanish against, team uh, is that against good. either of them. I don't think the Spanish they're, team is that say, good. Yeah. I don't think that I Spanish think if they're team. Playing Spain, they have a chance. I, I don't think I mean, that sp- Spanish team is that good overall. Really? Okay. Well, I'll expect to hear you say that they're your flop then. I think they get through the group. And if they get through the group, it's, you know, come through in first, they, you know, depends how Spain and Germany end up in their group. But the, the, those groups go head to head. They'll face one of them. And I don't, I don't see them winning that game. I mean, that's fine. Do you want to talk more about hey, why you don't like Belgium? That's it. <laughs> Is that oh, it? Is that's, that, that, that's that's it. Like, you know, I, I just avoid them. I I just don't see. I I don't see how they do well in this tournament, especially considering their team has been better in previous iterations of this tournament, and they've just done nothing in in Euros and World Cups up to now. And now that they're at the tail end of this golden era, how it suddenly clicks. I just, I just don't see happening. I mean, I'll throw it open to the floor and see what, see what Dave and, and Joey think. But you know, and I, I and and I have that opinion before I knew you were going to say Belgium. Oh no, I know you would. I, I, I've you already would written change, my notes. You would, you would change it just because of that. It's just it's the way it's flowed. It's much funnier it's than it should be. It's just the way it's flowed. Right, boys. What do you think of this? What do you think of Andy's thing? Dave, hit me with it. Uh, yeah, I've got Belgium to be the biggest flop. Uh. <laughs> You know, yeah, fair enough. They finished. They finished third last World Cup, but look, Lukaku's not fit. He's probably going to miss the first one if it's not two and three games, um, which means that's why he starts. That's their top striker. This is a guy that couldn't even get a game for Crystal Palace. <laughs> like, and then you're looking at like you said, Alvaro and Vertonghen. 
35 yeah i was about to say yeah, he must what? be mid 30s he's almost the same age as me old, old enough you old enough center half and then look they've never done it joe you know why they've never done it because they've got roberto martinez in charge he was he did really well at wigan i'll have you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> can't believe you're talking against league championship and league one teams here dave that you would do this to us they've got Everton. i mean they've got Henri as well but what what happens when they make france does uh Henri go actually guys that's yeah would you would you would you just <laughs> yeah. it? i mean I, I, i've got them finishing second in their group and going out to germany in the next round but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if I don't get out of the group. Wow! Surprise me at all? Yeah, I, I just, I just think that they've been hot, they've been righted like for how many years now? Like many eight, ten years. Everybody's and been like, yeah, it's Belgium. Get on Belgium. But Hazard, when's the last time he did anything for Real? Like, yeah, I know. I've got exactly the same as you, Dave. I've got them finishing second in their group. Playing yeah. Germany on December fifth and yeah. lo- and just losing. Yeah, basically they've got De Bruyne and that's it. I just don't write them as a team at all. I mean, that's I, 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 the the reason we do this is because you want to have these opinions for that kind of stuff. I just think that defensive kind of the the fact that they're a bit older in defence is a better thing for them. Um, make you want guys that have played at all these things. I think Belgium suffer from what you've exactly you've just said being seen as one of the oh they'll definitely go out there and do it and there's quite a lot of expectation on them on the back of that about getting this golden generation they're not trying to shoehorn a win and here i don't think no one there are six teams people are not expecting them to do fantastic and i think they'll surprise people but i'm happy to be you know the the, the thing is we, we have contrasting opinions and that allows confrontation's to- good it's interesting Joey, do you want to talk about your under is it fucking belgium as well <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking belgium it's it yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It is Belgium. I mean, have you seen the view from that tower? <laughs> um, but uh, no, I Dave, Dave, and Andy pretty much touched on everything for me. Um, the only thing I'll I'll add is Yuri Tielemans is looking promising on that roster. Um, I think he's one of the bright younger players on that squad. But yeah, it's just a lot of aging, aging players. I mean, everyone's going to be really hot on Leandro Trossard from how he's playing for Brighton right now, but I I just don't know if that's enough to save them. I mean, yeah, like like Dave was saying, Lukaku's really not been in form. Dries Mertens is another big name on there. I mean, he's not really playing for Galatasaray. I think Mario Cardi's one, but he's probably been their biggest signing um, of that big wave of the the late end players coming to Galatasaray. So I think he's Dries Mertens has kind of flew under the radar a little bit there. And yeah. Overall, you've got some great players and you've got some well-known names, but at the end of the day, I don't know if they'll be able to put it put it all together for the knockout the knockout rounds. And yeah, I could easily see them losing to Spain or Germany, whoever, I'm whoever gonna, they end up facing. I'm going to have a look here because I think a decent bet would be Belgium's stage of elimination and it being the round of sixteen. Yeah, I wonder, well, I, I've actually got that right here. Two point three. Two point three. Wow, <laughs> round of six, round round of sixteen. Quarterfinal round of elimination. The round of sixteen. Oh, Paddy Power eleven to ten. Pretty much even money for them to yeah, go man. out in the round of sixteen. Uh, Bet Victor have it up at fifteen to eight. 
which is obviously a lot more appealing. But yeah. No Interestingly, we've talking about the different teams so far in either flop category or underdog or to win out, right? We've touched on or mentioned to some degree everyone in the top 13 in the market with the exception of England. I mean, I, I, I'm no, not gonna... no one has no one has mentioned them yet at all in terms of chances here. So, Dave, you being the the resident Englishman with skin in the game here, what's the realistic expectation? If you can chance. if you can divorce being a fan for a second, yeah. um, I, I think I've got them um, going out in the quarters to France, but um, I've got them, I've got them against Senegal in the last. In the next round, which I I I think I'd struggle against Senegal. I just it's just that solid aren't they? They're going to nick three one nil wins in the group, yeah. probably or a two one, or they might even draw a game nil nil, which wouldn't surprise me at all. But and then he'll change up the formation and he'll go back to a solid like five. But it, it's the players, isn't it? It's like we all know how good Kane is. We don't know how good any other striker is because it, nobody ever plays apart from Kane. You look at, mm. you know, Tony was in that squ- was in the squad before. He didn't even make it onto the bench. Why bother putting him in the squad? I mean, like, it obviously he hasn't gone. Wilson's gone instead. He's, he's in good form, but realistically, how much of Wilson are we going to see? I don't think we're going to see a lot. I don't think we'll see a lot of Madison. I think his his hand's been forced to take Madison. I, I, I'm not sure he wanted Madison. I just think the country's been on him and he's up to. But then you're looking at like, I, I mean, I don't think he'll start, but Calvin Phillips has played, what, 12 minutes of football all season. Kyle Walker, who will probably start at right back instead of Trippier, played all season. Maguire coming yeah. to the United side, Stones, good player, but in and out of the city side. Luke Shaw, awful. Sterling, been terrible. What form is he in? I mean, I love Grealish, but again, a player in no form whatsoever. And Safegate's so defensive. I just think we'll nick, we'll nick wins because that's what we do. And then I think we'll we'll just get beat as soon as we like come up against a high energy side like France who right. can keep hold of the ball and create problems. Uh, I yeah, think, I think I think you're in my sort of map of this World Cup of how we've got it going is is almost identical, Dave, somehow, because I've got exactly that. Okay, I don't have them playing Senegal, I've got them playing Ecuador, but that's just whoever finishes second in Ecuador's yeah. group, England England will face, probably go through. And then you hit France. And I just don't know how England overcome that. And then if they do, you know, you're probably talking the likes of Spain in the bottom half of that draw as well. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be backing England at the odds they currently are, which is what, around tens? Yeah. Uh yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. South Korea. Uh, how do you think uh USA will get on Joe? Oh geez. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. I don't know. I uh <sighs> 
it's it's just hard to see what we're going to do attacking wise. I think defensively we've tried to set up a little bit more lately. Um, so hopefully that will help us going forward. And it's not like we have the worst squad that we could have possibly come up with. Um, I would have personally liked to see uh, Ricardo Pepe in there up top. I think he could have brought an interesting dynamic to the team. But I mean, it, it's just so tough. It, it's a similar issue with like the Senegal or not the Senegal's the uh, Qatar's and uh, the Iran's where a lot of these guys are just playing in their domestic league that truthfully is not really anything you can base anything off of. Um, if you look at any of those MLS teams, yeah, you've got LAFC with a couple world breakers out or world beaters on their team. But if they were to go up against say championship side in the, the English leagues, I think they'd really struggle. Um, I, I put that level of play and granted it has been improving. Um, it's probably league one at best, maybe if that, um, I'm not sure if Dave probably would agree with me, but, um, it just comes down to how well we're able to stick with our systems and kind of stay disciplined. I mean, we've got enough guys playing overseas where we can, we have those game changers. Um, you look at a Pulisic not really doing a whole heck of a lot for Chelsea, but anytime he puts on that USA Jersey, I mean, he, he springs to life. He, he can really bring that team together. And then you add in players like Brendan Aronson, uh, Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney. I mean, you've got a solid core there in the midfield. It's just whether or not we can convert those chances. And that's really where I see us kind of falling short, potentially Um, being, the optimist, I, I'd like to think we can grab two goals in some of these games, but ultimately it's going to be tough. I mean, you look at our forwards, Jesus Ferreira is banging them in, but he plays for FC Dallas. I mean, the level of competition there is just really nothing you can compare it to. Um, the guy that I'm looking at, and it'll really just come down to how much playing time he ends up getting is Haji Wright. He's playing over in Turkey, and I know it's not it's not anything to brag about, but I mean, he's starting to bang him in. He, I think that's part of why he ended up making the squad because of the goal-scoring form he's in right now. I mean, he's scoring against Besiktas. He's scoring against Trabzonspor, teams like that. And those are teams that have players playing at the national level consistently. I mean, you look at Maxi Gomez for Trabzonspor. He's one of the strikers for Uruguay. And granted, they've got plenty of other players like that. But, I mean, that's just a direct comparison. I mean, if he's competing, I think he actually has more goals in the league than Maxi Gomez. Um, so it, it's just one of those things. I I truly don't know how they're going to set up up top because, like, they brought Josh Sargent to the World Cup, which is I know how much we love to make fun of him. Like, he's not in terrible, terrible form right now, but he's playing for Norwich City. Like, yeah, they're one of the best teams in that league. I would hope that he's not doing terrible right now. Like, if he can't fucking bury his chances or create chances on that squad in that league, then yeah, he doesn't deserve to be on the team, but he is doing that. So naturally I think he earned his spot in terms of that form, but it's just how he's going to set up. And if they have Haji right up top, I think he could easily bang in one, maybe two goals in the group stage. One bet I actually have on is Haji right to be the leading goal scorer for the U S at like 14 to one, 15 to one, something like that. Because at the end of the day, I think it'll come down to if one guy gets two goals. I yeah, that's your leading goal scorer. Yeah. Multiple guys getting two goals. Yeah, yeah. So it, Christian Pulisic would be a great shout for that as well. But 
I think he was at like two to one, three to one, something like that. And at the end of the day, I think he's going to be the guy that's going to try to take over that possession in midfield and try to work that chance versus trying to get on the end of whatever chance is getting created to find that moment of brilliance. I think he'll be more of a supplier than a scorer, I guess, yeah. if that makes sense. But but no, it, it literally just comes down to it's, it's not quite pep roulette because I'm not going to give our coach that, that much credit <laughs> having that much brilliance. But no, it's it's just which which striker ends up going in. And I think between Ferreira and Haji Wright, I think those are our two best shouts for at least capitalizing on any chances that we get. Yeah. Oh, that I mean, that's good. You haven't even let me talk about who I think was going to be a flop, guys, right? Because all you were shitting on my pick. So, oh yeah, you're not even you've not even done that. <laughs> Spain. Um, I just the Spanish squad for me doesn't fill me with much joy. I think it's that I think Spain will end up playing Belgium and uh, coming out of their group from there. They've always seen quite a tough group with Germany in it. Uh, um, you know they're going to be directly challenged immediately. They've just got so many players in there that I don't think are. The, the quality of Spain squads for the last 15 years has been incredible, right? And they've always had one guy you think, right, he's going to score quite a lot of goals at the World Cup, be it Torres, be it, you know, someone of that quality there. I just don't see, you know, Neko Williams, uh, Marco Asensio, Morata, Ferran Torres, Jeremy Pino or Danny Olmo being that guy. They're starting with... They have a very young core of their squad, and they're clearly building towards something in the future here. They've, they, you know, they've got rid of that old guard of the the world yeah, beaters they had. A young squad, <clears throat> you know, in there they've still got some of the guys who are a bit older, and Sergio Busquets in there. Um, but they've got Gavi and Pedri in midfield. I don't get the hype with Gavi really. Um, I, I, you know, he's rated very highly. He's one of the highest valued players at this World Cup. Or something like eighty or ninety million. You know, I. He just doesn't do it for me there. Their defence, you know, Azpilicueta, Carvajal, Pau Torres and Jordi Alba, you know, is is, is who they've got listed as their, their defensive midfielders in there. They've got Eric Garcia. Um, I, I just, I, that Spain squad for me doesn't fill me with much, oh, they're really going to go out there and do it. Like, um, yeah, I just don't, you look at Spain, if you compare this to Spain squads in the last 15 years, this is the worst for me um, by, by far. Uh, and I don't see, you know, the Germans aren't fantastic and we haven't really even touched on them, but I think they've got enough to do. And I think whoever Spain face in the next round, you know, if it's, if it's, I mean, it could be Croatia coming out of that group, isn't it? It's, it's Croatia and Belgium are the, the, yeah. the, the ones coming out of that. So whoever they get, that's a tough game for them anyway. Um, so I, I don't think Spain are going to perform as, I know not many people are talking about Spain really as being fantastic, but, not many people are talking about Belgium either, uh, but I don't think Spain yeah. will do too well. So that that is my pick. Uh, yeah. I think we need someone else to call in to back me yeah. up here. Just fucking dial, dial someone in. Yeah, no, I, I, styling someone else in at this no, call. I'll, 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 I'll give you that one. Yeah, no, no. I, that's that's a good point. And I think if you look at the way it's priced as well, that kind of leads into why Gordo had Spain versus say a Belgium. Yeah, um, not Belgium specifically, but a team kind of up in that ranking. Um, yeah, no, just like you were saying, I I have a hard time seeing Murata or Danny Olmo really capitalizing on those chances. And I think, obviously, Murata is going to be the big key key figure here. But for whatever reason, everyone seems to be really high on Danny Olmo. Um, not to say he's a bad player by any means, but like he's going to make or break 
Spain's chances, which to a certain extent, I think he could help pick up that slack for Alvaro Morata. But yeah, it's it's just that disconnect in that brilliant midfield to attack. And then conversely, I think defense, they'll be a little bit more sure than maybe some of the other teams. But at the end of the day, I, I just don't think they'll have that team, that individual spark. player that can really That's pull the- them out of. Yeah. yeah, you don't look at that and go, oh, yeah, no, I agree with that, definitely, he's Gordo. He's going to make the difference. And they're, they're, they're Nations League, so they, they play in the Nations League Group A, which is how we kind of decide. Well, I don't know how the fucking Nations Leagues work, really, but I mean, it's how, it's how we decide um, you know, who's going to go into what pots for World Cup draws and stuff like that. So in the last few games, they, they, they beat Portugal 1-0. They're na- they narrowly lost to Switzerland 2-1. They beat the Czech Republic. They beat Switzerland 2-1 and then had two draws with Spain and, with Portugal and the Czech Republic in there. Um, I just don't. There's no spark for me in there. Uh, the way that the fi- is- they were the finalists in the Nations League in 2020, 2021. And this is this. They lost. They lost. They lost to France in the final of the Nations League. So they, they, this young team have been doing decent things. They topped their qualification group. This is this. This is this qualified nation, for this. This is this Nations League. I'm talking about not the last one. Yeah, I'm talking about the last major knockout when they got through to the knockouts, mm-hmm. and you're saying that they haven't done anything. They got beat by they got beat by France they got, in fr- there. They got beat by France two one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took they, the lead and got beat two one. They beat Italy. Mbappe on. scored a last a, a last a last goal I, in the final. I just don't think they have the spark there. That's I think what Kevin De Bruyne brings to Belgium. They don't have for Spain was more my my thing here. So I think that they're not having someone plating chances like he does. Um, so get it all up, you. Belgium are taking Belgium to the final. <laughs> um, so can we then move on, gents, to talking about who we think scoring these goals? Now, I will let Andy go in and do his pick in a second, but can we all agree here that the goal, the, the golden boot winner is basically decided in the group stages? It's yeah. just whoever can A lot bang. of the time it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so yeah. So Andy, who do you who do you have? Scoring six in the group stages and then going out in the, the the semi-final. I mean, that's probably good enough to do it. Like, since they introduced the Golden Boot in 1982, six goals has been good enough the majority of the time. A couple of times it was five, and then there's that one outlier when Ronaldo scored eight in 2002. So if you can get to six, you're pretty good. And I'm looking at Group A, right? And I'm looking at the Netherlands having a bucket load of chances to win games by a huge scoreline. Now, the unfortunate thing is you don't look at that Netherlands team and go, there's the guy that's going to get you your X amount of goals. I mean, have they got Memphis to pay up front, Barcelona forward that unfortunately hasn't played that many games for Barcelona this season. Um, so that's the that that's the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that I don't think he's he's necessarily been given a great chance in the lead up by his club. But considering you only need five goals and he's playing for a Netherlands team that will create chances against the likes of Ecuador, Qatar, and Senegal, Memphis to pay it twenty five to one is probably where I'm going to have a bit of a punt. He's well, definitely out the first game. You think he's what? Is he? Yeah, he's injured. He won't. As I said, yes, Steve yeah. won't buy the first guy. Right, didn't know that. Ignore me. <laughs> Nil return. No, if, if you want to stick with Netherlands, though, I don't think. Um, it, 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 like you were saying, it's just going to be weird not knowing who that main focal point is going to be. 
Um, I think Luke DeYoung would be a decent shout. Um, Obviously, he's not going to be on like the main top goal scorers thing. Um, But yeah, either DeYoung or Vincent Janssen. They've both been absolutely banging them in in the the Belgian league. But even then, if you're looking at just an overall player, I think Cody Gatt, this could be Cody Gatko's chance to really cement his place in world football. And I just have a hard time. The only thing with Gakpo is just deciding whether he's going to be supplying or scoring. Um, he, he does both so well that I think he could even be a, a decent shout for the like top assists for the league or for the world cup versus scoring. But I think if you wanted to stick with Netherlands, I, I don't think Luke de Jong or Vincent Janssen are a terrible shout at all. I, the funny thing, and the thing is you, you miss out generally with Patreon content because obviously the Patreon stuff generally goes to videos is as soon as you mentioned Cody Gakpo, I've seen Dave just, just light up, right? So I know for a fact he fucking likes that bit in there. Now, yeah, he's on my list. Yeah, so... I mean, 66. 66 to 1. He's, he's one of those for guys... Gakpo? Yeah. yeah he's got wow. Uh, go on there, Dave. Take us, take, us, take us to mental town. Where are we going here? 150s? Wow. 200s? Yeah, no, yeah, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got a few, but you're looking at Holland as well. I would, uh, depends whether he starts or not. But um, they've got a guy called Noah Lang who plays for a club. Oh yeah, he, he's yeah, a yeah. very exciting player. But apparently, I mean, I don't know the guy, so this is hearsay. He's a bit on the wild side. <laughs> he likes to cause oh, yeah. a lot of problems, <laughs> but apparently, going to be a fantastic like, talent, but. I'm just uh, just going to hit you with some stats before go we, we go in. Um, so this is these have since 1994. So only two favourites have either won or placed in the Golden Boot since '94. Uh, the average price of top goal scorer is 56 to one, and then. Uh, four out of the last 11 winners have been 100 to 1 or bigger. And then 14 out of the last 17, the teams got to the semi final and they scored two or more in the group stage. So, obviously, yeah, you want someone that's going to got a good group. But, I mean, on my list, I've got, I've got Vinny Jr. for Brazil. He's 25. The, the only thing I will say about Vinny is. You know, like I said, Phil Vickery thinks he starts. We don't know for sure whether he starts for Brazil. And he has only scored one goal for Brazil so far. But, you know, exciting player, good talent. Uh, the other one I've got, uh, I've got Latino Martinez for Argentina. He's 18. Um, he's going to be their main, main focal point. Messi will play off him. Uh, they both got the same in qualifying. Uh, but I've got seven in 14. He's got seven in 15 for into this season. The only thing I want to add again is uh, Messi would be on penalties instead of him. Um, I've got... Uh, I won't mind uh, Musiala, the German. Uh, big great for Bayern this season. Isn't he? Like, great great it, kid. Same with Napoli there as well, isn't it? He's he's another yeah. guy who seems to be banging them in for them. Not yeah, not Napoli. sure what price Musiala is at the minute, but um, I, I, I'm got that written down. But yeah, if you're looking for one at a, a decent price, again, I'm going to go back to Iran here, and I'm going to go for uh, Medi Taremo. 
is 250 to 1 for the Golden Boot. Hey, he's got seven in qualifying for uh, Iran. Against who? But no, he plays for Porto. That's 20 goals last year for Porto. Yeah. Um, I think he's got... How many has he got this season? I think... He, oh, sorry, he's got a few this season as well. But obviously, you know, that's just a... Uh, you're saying... I'm just, trying, I'm, just, I'm just trying to find him here at Oddschecker and I've just yeah, passed Martin Boyle, so I might have to just scroll back up. <laughs> that, that's a player. I mean, look, you look at like um, Michael Estrada for Ecuador is 150s. Um, Ali Mozali's Qatar's best player is 150s. I think Iran will get further than them. But maybe look at like them to score in a game. Because I think you'll still get good odds yeah. from like those kind of players that are the best players for their side to like score at any time because of the uh, opposition they'll be up against. But yeah, I think sure you're a list of about twenty people. He likes, yeah, uh, I, see, Gary's gonna Gary's gonna murder you because you need to pick one of them for you, mate. So uh, this is the right, if, guys, if, if I'm picking one, it's uh, gonna be Latoura Martinez. Latoura Martinez, nice one. So can I right, I've got I've got two. There'll be one that goes on the thing officially. So the first of which is eight to one. It's Mbappe. He's just yeah. in terrifying form just now, and he's gonna get chances with France all the time. I like I mean Giroud, I'd love to see him score more goals at international level. There could not be two more different players than killing Mbappe <laughs> yeah. and Olivier Giroud, can there? In a squad <laughs> with just style and general thing. But I just think Mbappe will get boatloads of chances. And 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 he'll you know he'll be able to put them away. Would you put it past if you look at France's group, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia? You know, yeah. them, yeah. France, France, Australia. There's a couple of goals if Mbappe's on form. France, Tunisia as well. Denmark, much tougher game for them, obviously. But I think if you start there, there's a good if he if he's getting four out of those games. That would be. A, I don't think Kane's getting four out of the the, the first couple of mm. games for him anyway. With what we're talking about, the defensive style of football that Southgate plays, and then let me take you on the scroll down, uh, roll on down kind of odds towards not towards the bottom, not quite as mental as Dave actually, which I'm a bit disappointed <laughs> in here. Um, we did talk about him a bit earlier on. Uh, so Vinny Junior at thirty threes, you know, there's there's someone who. If, if, as David mentioned, if he gets going, there's another guy who's who's going to be banging them in. I did go and have a look at uh, some some deranged stuff, but I can't be beaten by that fucking Iran shout, right? So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Gakpo even was higher than that. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, so who have we not covered? Sorry, Joey, have you done your your, your, your scorers yet? <laughs> who, have, who, have we, who have we got so far? Sorry. So for Dave, if we're doing one each, uh, I've got uh, Martinez for. Uh, Argentina and Mbappe for me. Guess, yeah, yeah, so then I'll uh, <laughs> uh, right. I'll go with. Uh, I see the weird part, and I think you've got a good point with the group stage. Um, but I think one thing we might need to take into consideration is who might be getting rested in that third group group stage match. And I think it could hurt who I'm going with, but at the same time, I think it's definitely worth noting um, that distinguishment uh, just because I think we could see some guys maybe get one or two in the first two games and then 
get rested in that third one just to make sure that the team is short up for those knockout stages. But I kind of like Neymar at 14 to one. I know you guys are hot on uh, Vinny Jr., but if, if we're just going off of a guy who is almost guaranteed a starting spot in that that lineup, mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's going to be any rotational issues. And I think it, it'll come down to I was between him and Messi, um, 14 to one and 11 to one. And I like what your your shout, Dave, for Lautaro Martinez. Um, and that'll be kind of interesting with those two who ends up assisting more. Because, yeah, they'll literally just be playing off each other the entire tournament. And if you can find some weird forecast where you can have <laughs> one of those two to win either the <laughs> the top goal scorer or top assists, I think that'd be worth a shout. I, You've fallen up like at 365 three and or something at that. <laughs> and then hanging up on you in the background, but like, stop the quest exactly. in this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But no, I, I have a hard time seeing it. And a lot of it will come down to who's going to be that big game player in that big moment for you. And I think if we're looking at teams looking to make a deep run, I, I don't think that those are two teams that you should be looking past. I think that's definitely the two best players on those two respective teams. And you could argue that they might be two of the best players at the entire world cup. Um, and for me, it'll literally just come down to who ends up assisting more and who ends up being that supplier. Who, who, yeah. Uh, who ends up scoring. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think both of them are decent shouts for three goals. If that, easily more. But mm-hmm. I think three is a pretty safe number. Um, one thing I was going to throw in there is uh, at least my book. I'm not sure. Um, I didn't check it on Bet365 or anything like that. But you can get, like, um, individual player markets. So, like, over-under for total goals for the tournament kind of thing. And I saw a lot of them hanging around over 2.5, around like 1.75, three to four and stuff like that. And I think if you can get two in the group stage, that's almost free money. You throw, I think it was Neymar, Messi, and uh, Kane was actually at like one to two, which I thought was a little interesting. But I think a lot of that correlates to just the the goal, top goal scorer markets and how those yeah. are kind of currently playing out. But I think that would be a decent shout. I mean, it's not going to be anything crazy odds wise, but. So look at like a Vini, a um, maybe an Mbappe, or not not Vini, um, Neymar, Messi, Mbappe. Get those three PSG boys over two point five goals. I'd imagine that'd be just shy of three to one or three to one, two to one, something yeah. like that. Um, not going to blow anything out of the water, but I think those two are probably two good shouts for either Brazil or Argentina. And ultimately, because I think Brazil are going to win uh, the tournament, I like Neymar to have that. Yeah, the, the deep run. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he'll he'll have one extra game to play, yeah. um, one extra opportunity. <laughs> but no, but like also like Dave was talking about with uh, some of those, uh, I guess smaller clubs. Um, you get like the Mediterranean and stuff. Absolutely, some phenomenal value taking them as anytime goal scorers in that specific game because that was one of the things that I actually noticed when I was looking at those um, individual player markets. Some of them like Mediterranean would have been. I think it was a 0.5 goal. So basically him to score a goal at the tournament was like 1.8, 1.7 like that. But I'd imagine for the actual game itself, he'd probably be at least two to one. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. Especially, so it's, especially it's in, in every, where you can find your value. If he scores in the first game as well, Joey, you know, that's the, the, yeah. the, the ducks off his back there for that. But no, it's yeah, good. No, I, I like, I, I like that we're getting this. Andy, did you, 
Have you given us your man yet? Have we? Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. It's Memphis to pay. They they play Qatar third. They'll win six 0 He'll get he'll get five or six. That'll do it. You know he'll be fit. He'll be fit by he'll be fit by November twenty ninth. That's all he needs. That's all he needs to be. I like how you take your fantasy team uh, acumen into this. Been like he's fucking injured just there, boys, but he's got a good future ahead of him. He'll <laughs> be, be fine. The, ne- the Netherlands opening games against Senegal. That's probably the. You know, you want them against Ecuador, Qatar, and then whoever's second in England's group. I think that's plenty, plenty of opportunity. Hopefully, his odds go up a wee bit as a result. I mean, I'm, I just click, I just had a wee look there and clicked on news, and I'm seeing Depay fit, but might not start Netherlands opening game. So, Dave, how 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 concrete is the definitely won't start the opening game? Um, I mean, I, I don't like to mention other podcasts on this show, but uh, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Like, no, no, absolutely. It's no, no. I, do, I, I listened to, uh, I think it was the uh, Betfair podcast. Um, it was over the Betfair. On the- I've listened to their Cheltenham podcast as well. They get yeah. things wrong. Yeah, but the, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they said he was definitely out for the first game, but also they were they fucking. They were fucking shithole on Apple's Jade that year, Andy, and he was fucking <laughs> shite. <laughs> Rotten. <laughs> big, big, it's a bit of starting a diss track on our own podcast for, for separate ones here. <laughs> Sorry, Dave, what were you going to say? And uh, they, they, they also said Benzema uh, won't be fit for the, uh, until the knockouts, probably, so I won't Ooh. be back in Benzema. Yeah. But, yeah I've got, I've got, I've got one last thing uh, <laughs> before we uh, move on. Yeah. It's a very anti, very anti Joe, and I'd appreciate if someone could get the odds up for me. Yeah, but team uh, score the least goals. I'd, I'd, I'd like Costa Rica to yeah. score the least goals. Yeah, uh, even, even less than the zero that Qatar are going to get. Do you not think Qatar? Just, oh, I've got him to nick a one-one against Ecuador in the first game because well, they, yeah, they easily could do those. days yeah. does do tend to do quite well. But Costa Rica have got like Germany, Spain, and Japan. Maybe they're nicking yeah. all against one of them, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know they get they, beat to nil. They've got team team exact group uh, points for Costa Rica is six to four for zero. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm trying good. to. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the market, and it's way odds checker have everything listed is in pure alphabetical order, so it's really difficult. Because um, I don't, cause I don't know what they've named it. It's on Paddy's where I've seen it. I think it's uh, to score the fewest goals or something like that. Oh, there we go. Thirteen to two, Dave, uh, on three six five lowest scoring team. Um, so it's high scoring team at five hundred lowest scoring team. Thirteen to two. Here's a side bet, Gordon. You know, it, would, it, would, it wouldn't be a trample bet special podcast unless we have a side bet. Yeah, go for it. And I'm, I'm more than happy. I've just pulled it up here. The line's already been set. I'm more than happy to let you pick and I'll just take the other side. Mm-hmm. Right? World Cup 2022. Total corners over or under 615 and a half. <laughs> I'll take the underline. Under 615 yeah. and a yeah. half corners. Yeah. And, I, and I get the over. Yep, ten spot. There we they're go. Both, they're both. They're both ten to eleven. So no nice. one's. No one's get. No one's, no one's getting, getting any. No one. No one's getting any expected value from that. It's a complete coin flip. Can't wait to have my laptop. Fifteen and a half. Corners. Laptop on and just fucking counting corners on a on a sheet for the rest of the night for the first six <laughs> weeks. So I think I think that's good. But this takes us to the second half of this podcast where we go in and have a look at a predictor ourselves. Go through it. Try and get ourselves to the final. 
uh, and we'll try and rock it through this because I know one of us has to go back to work soon, uh, which is sickening, Joey. We should be, we should be, you know, we'll we'll get you on the payroll someday. Um, <laughs> so let me just be, briefly share my screen, and we can go in and have a and have a look at this. So uh, let me just share this. So we're we're using Bet three six fives here, um, and we'll start from the group stage. So where do we have Netherlands, Senegal, Qatar, Ecuador? How do we see that group shaking out? I've got Ecuador coming second, but I, I, yeah, I could easily ha- I could easily hear the case for Senegal coming second. Yeah, I've got Senegal second, Ecuador third, obviously Qatar last, and Netherlands top. Yeah, yeah, I've got Senegal second as well. And there, Joey, you have the deciding vote on this. I, one. I, I think we can all agree Qatar is last, but yeah. I've got Ecuador second. Ah, but right. Okay. Yeah. Tell, tell you what, we'll deep. We'll see, see in the see in the next round. Yeah, they go out let's anyway. Do, so. Let's do Group B, and we'll, let's do Group B, and then we can go back and see if it makes a difference. Now, I have England. I've got USA, exactly that. Wales, Iran. That's 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 how I have the. This is actually yeah. uh, we're in we're in looking at mine anyway here. So, uh, Dave, do you have anything different here? Do you have you've obviously got fucking Iran top with no, Mediterranean banging them in. <laughs> I think I think you've been outvoted here. I'll be yeah. I'll be honest. I think you've been. I like the reasoning. I'll, I will get on that to Rani. But uh, when, when they finish second in the group, you can all come crawling to me. Yeah, you can all come crawling back. <laughs> um, Argentina, Poland, Mexico, Saudi. Um, I I've think got, I had Mexico second over. I've Ar- got that exact order you've got there. Yeah. You've got Poland. 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 I've got I've got Poland second of virtue of goal difference. Uh, I'll tell you why. Yeah. Mexico, uh, Mexico. Uh, yeah, apparently, same. they all all Mexicans hate their team and the manager. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, refreshing. They can stay third then. That's fine. Um, so we have Argentina and Poland progressing, and then we've got France, Denmark, Australia, Tunisia, or for Joey, Tunisia. Yeah. Um, Tunisia. As, as, when you hear Americans, I was like, "That's the one country." I'm like, "That's just rank." Um, so, what do we think here? Do we think that? I, I, like I guess it's it is. Dave, you are, are, are Andy as well. Fine, I said, I like yeah. it. I mean, yeah. haven't, haven't you got? Haven't you boys got Australia slash Scotland? Yeah, this, I know the amount of Scottish select. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we'll go to Group E, which is Germany, Spain, Japan, Costa Rica. <laughs> I think yeah. that. I, this is how I have it, yeah. and um, I've got Germany, I yeah, I've, so, got, I've got Germany and Spain in my my one here. Mm-hmm. Goal difference being the separator, I've and, got, and not even not even goal difference being the separator. Goals for ending up being the separator <laughs> in Germany's favour. Okay, well we'll update Costa Rica sixty four to finish the bottom of that group. Great. Okay, here comes natural winners: Belgium top, uh, Croatia in second. Um, does anyone have anything different there? I think oh, yeah, I've, got, I've got Croatia, Belgium. You've I've got, got Croatia, Belgium, Morocco, Canada. Um, yeah, Joey, awesome. what have you got? I, I've got it how it is, but I can definitely see Canada finishing bottom in that group. I think oh. first and second are kind of a toss-up. I personally have Belgium at first. Then okay, Croatia so we've second. got two Belgium. But we started, tell you what, the first group will reorder uh, Iran and uh this and I'll put Belgium second here because I was roundly voted out of this as a as a as a selection anyway. So um I'd put Canada below Morocco as well. Yeah. Just for completeness. Yeah. First, that's fine. Uh Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, Cameroon. I think I've got uh, Switzerland. I think there's I'd... a chance for Serbia 
to be yeah, second I'll, in this group. Yeah, I'll second. I think you've got uh, Vlaovic and um, obviously Mitrovic up yeah. top. Vlaovic and Mitrovic have been injured, though. Same similar yeah. similar debate with the pie. I think Mitrovic is yeah. scheduled to come back before Vlaovic, but yeah, it, it just depends on when they come back and to what extent. I think they definitely could steal it from Serbia. Or from what do you have here, place. Joey? Do you have, do you have Switzerland? I've got Switzerland in second place. Yeah. And, and Gordon's but, got Switzerland. Considering you you conceded the Belgium top spot, I'm happy to leave Switzerland yeah, second yeah, there, fine. even though in mine that's, I've got. That's fine. I mean, if anything, well, I, Switzerland yeah, would like, down to that last game. Switzerland would like to be second and a half anyway because they don't fucking pick a side in anything. So I've gone that next round anyway. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. And then <laughs> this, which I think might be one of the... I know we haven't really touched on this group yeah. with the exception of you. I think this might be one of the best groups of the whole tournament. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my I predictor that I, did, uh, that I did a week ago and I don't know why I was so surprised at Dave and Joy now because I'm looking at mine and seeing Uruguay topping this group with nine points. Yeah, yeah. I've got Uruguay, yeah. Portugal, South Korea and then Ghana. I'm fine by that because I think Joey also likes yeah. Uruguay in here. So yeah. No, I... When I did my run through on the on the World Cup predictor, I actually had Portugal top. But after doing the research for this, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I think Uruguay okay. can steal it. Let's con- let's continue. Well, do actually, we want to go back up uh, to the very you, top? So how do you you want that's it? Senegal or Ecuador? So, so they're gonna they're gonna play England, and I think probably going to get probably going to get beat yeah. by England. Yeah. So it well, doesn't really yeah, matter. It doesn't matter who ends up being. We'll leave it as is then. They're going to get right. That's fine. So continue to knock out predictions. Okay, we've got uh yeah. Just making sure that that was the right thing and they've not so uh got Netherlands versus the USA. Yeah. What do we think? Netherlands. Netherlands. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Argentina Denmark, Argentina? Yeah, yeah. Argentina. Yeah. Germany Belgium. Is this is this your one? And you've, no, got, you've even because, got Belgium going No, there. because I, my, remember we've moved Belgium to Belgium second. second ah, okay. So it's, uh, okay. it's putting the place okay. in like that. So yeah, yeah they're Germany. in the top half now. Yeah. Yeah, I like Germany. Yeah. But Dave, Germany, that's fine. Brazil, yeah. Portugal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's, got, that's got to suck for Portugal in there, making a whole country and then getting fucked out the World Cup by them. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then... <laughs> and then um, England versus Senegal. We've got England going through. Yeah, yeah. France, Poland. Yeah. I'm assuming. France, I think, yeah. yeah, Croatia, Spain. This is interesting because uh, obviously, Gordon, you weren't. You're not a fan of Spain. I'm not, but and I'm also not that much of a Croatia, fan of Croatia, no. to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> no, against Croatia, I'd give it to Spain. Dave, what have you got? Yeah, I've got Spain. Andy, have you got Spain as well? Yeah, it's consensus. It's that we're doing it diplomatically, and then I'm going to put Uruguay through against Switzerland right. here. Yeah, yeah, I've yep. got Uruguay. Yeah. Um, Excellent, which takes us to Netherlands, Argentina. Um, Argentina. Argentina, 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 but a tough game. Yeah. I yeah. think that one. Uh, I actually don't think it'll be as tight as it'll as everyone thinks it might end up being. Or so could think it might end up being. I think Argentina should cruise that. I'm looking at my sheet here, and I have Germany beating Brazil. Really? It's not. It's not. Oh. It's not going to be. It's not going to be popular. Ah, but I'm just. So that's I'm just how he has them. Argentina in the final. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> just, yeah, they don't actually play Brazil. Yeah, they actually don't play Brazil. In my run, in my Get, run through, getting this. someone else to do uh, fucking Argentina's dirty work. Eh? I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if just in my in my head, I just vividly remember that seven, seven one. one. Yeah, maybe, and maybe yeah, that's just like skewing things. So, Dave. I think you might end up as the deciding vote here. I've got Brazil. 
Andy's got Germany. I've got Brazil. You've got Brazil. Dave? Oh, I've got Brazil as well. Fantastic. Brazil. Out Germany goal. England, France. I think we reached consensus on this earlier on. France. I think France get through here. Um, and then Spain, Uruguay. I would put Uruguay through. Uruguay. Spain. Uruguay. Uh, Dave, you cast the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, in, in my predictor, I've actually got, I've got Spain to go through, but... I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue against either one of them. I think I've had Spain a lot penalties, so yeah, I, no, it, it'll be extra time for sure. It, well, I've got Spain winning this three 0 just comfortably. Like, I think it doesn't three nil on one planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think easy. the, the oh, yeah, thing, yeah. the thing is here, whoever is is losing to France in the next round, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, do we? Yeah. I'll, I'll put Spain through. Right. Oh, this this is so no no don't don't because the rest of you have all said Uruguay Aye. and I'm gonna ar- and then I'm gonna argue that Spain beat France in the next round. I right. them through. So don't wow. do it. So don't so do it. Fair. Argentina, Brazil, and France. Right. So obviously Argentina, Brazil is a tough this one. Is just back to the first because it's just <laughs> the first segment. But I think the winner comes there. from that game. Yeah. Is that that's basically no, winner comes from that game. Going, one thousand. Yeah. Down to. I mean, it, so it, it really doesn't matter about that match per se because it's France Uruguay is the one that we could maybe come to a decision on France yeah I've got France yeah yeah, yeah it's, um, it's gotta be Spain Alvaro Morata hat trick against yeah, yeah. Uh, Uruguay <laughs> in fact here I didn't realise that you guys had to be such such big underdog can I change my bet from earlier on to <laughs> the underdog pick for the tournament I clearly like them a lot the um and then obviously Argentina Brazil is a tough sheet so it's either Argentina France or Argentina is or Brazil France in the final and we're I, we're, we're split aren't we yeah we're split I yeah. don't think we'll come to a consensus on that not and I think that's a good thing because uh, I think we've ran the brackets well there with with some notable exceptions of um Andy feeling like fucking Spain and the, something and the, to and prove in the in, uh, in, in the in, in the interest though of. You know, we, we're doing this so that we come out with like an actual winner. Heads or heads or tails, gentlemen. There we go. For the side yeah, that's no, facing, like for that. the side that's for this, Gordon, you can do it. For the side that's facing my yeah. webcam, yeah, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take heads, and heads can be Brazil if that's all right. That is tails. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Send it up. So Argentina, tails. Yeah. Get it. Get it. No, I've done it. Oh, you've done it right. Okay, <laughs> I'll go back slightly. Uh, no, that was that was that was that was me asking you which side was facing the camera. Oh, right. Okay. Apologies. Oh. Um, okay. So we have a Uruguay win. Uh, so we've got Argentina, France, and then I mean, I don't, I don't see it being an Argentina, France final. So I'd fucking give it to France. Yeah. But I mean, uh, Argentina. Oh, would you? Would you have? Would you have France beating Argentina? In a I think I would. I think Brazil are a, a different now it's just Do we getting think messy. It would go to penalty or not penalties? Extra time. Argentina, France versus Brazil, France. I think nah. Brazil. I've got more of a in, in a Both France final. Comfortably. Got, yeah. I, well. Anyway, I think we, well, we comfortable. We, comfortable is relative. Yeah. So we have. I think what we should do is just keep it. Okay, head France. There you go. Isn't that isn't that a great twist? It's like the usual suspects. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we've started the show with two of us heavy on Argentina, two of us heavy yeah. on Brazil, and we've ended no, exactly, up with France winning the World Cup. France yeah. winning the World Cup. Yeah. There you go. There's Kaiser Sozzi. Mediterranean, twelve goals. Uh, France, France <laughs> yeah. winning the World Cup. 
Um, <laughs> so, boys, I mean, that I'll, I'll just stop sharing just now because we, we obviously think it's either Argentina or Brazil to win, but it's uh, some convoluted ways of getting there. Um, I'll stop the share just now and just take a take a moment to thank everyone for that because it's a, it's a long podcast to do. And I think maybe one of the best we've done there. That was some really good, really good content in there. Some absolute shite from all of you for not picking Belgium. Um, but I know, I know Belgium just in a different category. Yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> need. To, I know need to spend money backing France. Like, like it's not something <laughs> I want to do. It's not something I was going to consider doing. But now that we've just done this, and France has come up, can you imagine if they won the World Cup? And yeah, was had any money on them? Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna have to put a throwaway little amount on them as a, a token gesture to the the trampled bet combined minds. The gambling gods, the gambling. Yeah. yeah, well, fantastic, gents. So, I mean, we'll just briefly before we jump off there. What's your what's your thoughts for this World Cup when it comes to of what you've talked about today? What's springing it? I'm obviously going to take Spain to get eliminated earlier than people I like, think. I like Spain a lot more than I think. I think the bet of the tournament is Belgium to go out in the round of sixteen at fifteen to eight. Dave, bet, bet Victor. Everyone else is eleven to ten or six to five. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a so they have they have bet Victor have them at fifteen to eight in the round of sixteen, and then two to one in the quarters. Whereas everyone else is like a lot lower in round of sixteens, and then a lot higher in the quarters. You know, so if you're into arbing or if you're into, um, you know, putting them down to then hedge off later, you you could probably lock in guaranteed money right now by just using two different books. Yeah. On Belgium state of stage of elimination, um, so yeah, that's my, that's that's my favourite bet of the tournament. Belgium to go out in the round of sixteen. Dave, uh, some great league one and league two action at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Swindon Crawley. What were we thinking in that? And, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I do like Belgium to go out in the uh, in the next round, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I'd like? Uh, what well, attack? And I think it'll be decent odds. England to draw their first game because it's early. It's going to be hot. Wouldn't surprise me if they don't get up and running straight away. That, that's just England uh, tournament, isn't it? Yeah. First Don't games against Iran. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. A one-one draw, a nil-nil draw at all. Oh, okay. Fifteen to four. Right. Okay, Dave. Joey, what's yours? Yeah. I've uh, I've just got a couple uh, even money shots. I like uh, just teams to prevent either top two uh, for that one. I like Ecuador. You can get that at even money. Um, I think Senegal with missing Sadio Mane are going to be a little bit behind the eight ball. And I I just like the consistency Ecuador's got, uh, especially with Enter Valencia up top. I think he's a he could be a differential for them. And then uh, Tunisia to finish bottom of the group. That's at two point one five as well. Um, yeah. I just think Australia could get that odd goal to get the the goal differential away, and then uh, Ghana as well to finish bottom of the group. I think that's just over even money, two point oh five ish, two point one ish. But just a couple yes. decent ones. Um, yeah, nothing too crazy. I, I see. That's it's the one thing I don't feel overly confident about any like outright winners because I just know Brazil and Argentina are meeting in that semifinal. So it's like, yeah, it's almost something you just take progressively and then just bank on personally i love a, a draw in that inevitable game i don't know what the price is going to be but i'd be leaning one one um argentina brazil in the semifinals. yeah but as long it for me as, as long yeah. as uh, as long as our, all our goal scorer picks start scoring each of these games that's fine so <laughs> gentlemen yeah. that has been excellent i really enjoyed it i hope the patrons uh who we are 
we are posting this content to showcase what our Patreon generally is like. You get all this every week. Maybe we're less animated. We talk more about, I don't know, the Danish First Division and Japan's leagues, and I'm mooching around Italian, you know, under 19 games. Um, but I mean, there's 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 more there's more content like this, and and for six pound a month, uh, you can be part of it. So we generally we're going to put this one out. We'll we'll be doing a poll in the group. Who do you think has the best selections from the group? Everyone have their headshot up. I'm going to get fucking downvoted. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. Know. I'm going to. I'm going to vote for Dave. Even though <laughs> I've been on the podcast and I have an option. You did. Is it Charlton? I'm sure yeah. you <laughs> um, So yeah, so we will be doing content throughout it. And if you've got anything you want to talk about, if you've got any pics or that, just post them in the group. You know, a bit of, a bit of chat about what's happening. It would be fantastic. But um, yes, thank you very much, Dave. Thank you very much, Joey. Andy, I will see you in the next 20 minutes generally is how, how much we're doing podcast wise but uh, it's been fantastic to have you all on and Andy would you like to round us out with our usual exit to the podcast yeah thanks very much everyone thanks for listening we'll see you next week happy hunting bye the Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Bond Gordon McFarnan and Gary Black part of the Sports Social Podcast Network find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.